Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and I jinx myself with tying my shoes from the last podcast, and I'm annoyed. <laughs> and I am the Champ, and I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, on my way to Hawaii, I sat across the aisle from a dog. Yeah. Remember we talked about, did we talk about that last time? It, it was absolutely the last podcast. Yeah. And I'm listening to our podcast on the plane, and I tapped Terry on the shoulder and I said, listen to this. And that was the part where you were talking about dogs on the plane. I'm like, I've never seen a dog on the plane, and I'll be gosh darn if I didn't see it. And then you mentioned on, on there, you were making fun. You're like, yeah, people bringing on bulldogs onto the plane. I'm going to bring on a something <laughs> or other. Right. And I look across, I look across, and guess what kind of dog it was? Pitbull? It was it, it it was a it was a bulldog. What's but as, yeah, as the woman kept going on and on and on about, it was a French bulldog, not just a just not a bulldog. Yeah, you know? whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so anyway, it's like a thing. Now. I can't believe you brought yeah. it up, and that's what happened. Yeah, so crazy, man. And and on, but but honestly, honestly, the dog was better behaved than most of the passengers. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're learning to tie your shoes again? Well, yeah. Uh, you remember, I, I that was my open last month. Like, I haven't tied my shoes yeah. in like two years. So Rick and I have lunch. and um, He tied them for you? No. I We oh. were walking out, and I stepped on one of my laces, and it came undone. Oh, boy. Did so I jinxed. And, and I didn't know what um, the hell to do. So I jinxed myself, so now i got to start over again. Like, uh, you know, you have those signs in a warehouse X amount of days from our last accident. Now I'm going to have to update it. Yeah. Well, see that? You manifested into the universe in the last podcast. Not only shoelaces, but but dogs on planes. Dogs on planes. There you go. Yeah, what's next, man? That's a long flight, though. This is is from Philadelphia to Los Angeles. Can you imagine being a dog on the plane? that's that's a five and a half hour flight out. <laughs> yeah, because we if we had to go to the bathroom, we're not like I'm not holding it. I gotta I gotta get up. I don't care if there's turbulence or anything. I gotta walk through six people. I'm not holding this. <laughs> what happens? To that Wait, was it sitting in its own seat? Uh, no. Okay. No, it was uh, it was sitting um, you know uh, uh, under the seat, but there was um, the flights weren't full. So, okay. um, right. yeah, it was, there was, there was enough room for, for the bulldog, but, but it was very, very well behaved. French, maybe, maybe they, French maybe bulldog they joint beforehand, getting on the plane to calm it down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah that's the other thing. That's like the new yeah. norm. And, and, uh, and uh, all right, this is off a different direction. I don't care if people smoke pot. I, it really doesn't bother me either way, but now they have the gummies, chew the gummies. Like I, I don't want to smell it. Just chew the yeah, gummies. There you go. Yeah, yeah it's, chew it's all you want. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe they can have gummy cigarettes. We just, <laughs> so I don't have to smell that either. Gummy cigars. I don't have to smell it. Yeah, just yeah. chew them up. Yep. Anyway, gummy gummy spliffs. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. We're, but, yeah, we're we're way off topic yeah. already. Let's get into some bush league stuff. Um, we have our draft set at March 25th. That will be the Bush League draft. Um, looks like there's some movement on a location with Bob Kirk uh, hosting it at his, I think it's a club that he belongs to. 
Because he said, hey, I, and if you read the text, um, he said there's, there's a quasi dress code. Like he can't wear sweatpants. I I did read that. I I guess he should, uh, you know, say what we can't wear. Like, you know, I might come in my Hawaiian shirt or something. Oh, excuse me, my Aloha shirt. I don't know. No. uh, No. No, I don't think you can. I I think it's you. Like I've never seen Josh in other than shorts, so he might well, have wait. to kind of dig into his like when he gets invited to the wedding or it, attire. My Aloha shirt is a button down with collars, but can, maybe they'll send me to the uh, servants entrance or something. Like yep, that. you have to wear a coat, no tie, but you have to wear a sport coat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there is a, some sort of dress code. So, um, yeah, just be aware yeah, of that. Yeah, and, and, and Bob may not make it to the uh, – well, I guess we'll run into the next thing, into the winter meetings, right? He, he, he might be away. So. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah, it lo- looks like uh, South Jersey maybe. Uh, we're heading in that direction. We've been there before, um, and he had mentioned about the like, hotels or whatever, and, and I think we're that, that's kind of a new norm for us. It doesn't bother us anymore. So, um, yeah, that, yeah, that'd be good. I, I think there's more to come. Uh, he sent out a, a text message to everyone saying that there's a place that uh, everyone can set, stay, but he's going to look into try and get group pricing. So everybody just sit tight, look for text from, from, from Bob, and I'll also put whatever he has on the website. Okay. Um, and Bob Freeze set up the winter meetings appreciate that for february 19th it's a sunday at the iron hill in exton slash eagle area yes 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 not phoenixville not phoenixville yeah, mm-hmm. yeah did he did he set a time for that or he just said sunday uh, i thought it was 1300 but i'm not sure all right yeah all right. um let's see uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll press on here and i'll see if i can find what he had sent out what time okay all right um, so we're heading in the right direction there. We still got some details to work out, but we're, we're moving the right direction with, uh, two months out. Yay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let, let you know, the, the last month you asked about your, not asked, you said, Hey, any rule changes, please submit them prior to the winter meeting. So we can take a look at them. Um, we did get one response from the Basur Bulls. Uh, he has three proposals. I'm just going to go at a high level okay. with this. Uh, proposal number one, uh, which is about 37 paragraphs. In the end, it's it's uh, it's holds. It's pretty much the saves and the holds um, categories Sold. combined into one. Solds, yes. Solds. Um, so that's one, and that's come up before. Like that that's a that's a repeat usually what happens uh mike's recollection is it comes up a couple times and then it eventually gets voted in except for dimes <laughs> that's the only one that's not got voted in um well you, you know what that's that you know we'll keep talking about this but that's a perfect prelude to the hall of fame voting yeah all right um he also mentioned about a twice a week roster change. Now you and I, uh, he, and he suggested uh, Monday and Thursday, you and I have talked about this. If I'm remembering, I don't know if it's a 
possibility with CBS Sports? Um, as of last year, it was not possible. Um, uh, we, we had independently looked, and then I had also sent an email uh, mid-season last year to CBS and said, hey, is there any possibility you could do that, thinking that they might be using last year as a beta to, to test that. And I don't know if they're willing to do that, but we, we can check again. I just don't think that's possible. Yeah, I, the only possibility they should be able to. Right. The only possibility would be to open it up to every day under the honor system that people only make changes on Monday and Thursday. Yeah, I don't think we want to go down that path. Yeah, we, Unless somebody wants to watch that stuff or, or be responsible. I know that's not something I want to do. We have hard enough time people going over their allotted slots. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, number three, uh, he basically puts in a structure of eighth, ninth, and tenth of taking over the roles. Um, eighth place uh, you know, organizes the championship party. Ninth place organizes the winter meetings. And tenth place organizes the host of the draft. Um, I like this idea. Well, do you realize that that was actually voted in? I had that same – it was – you know, was it voted the in? same tune there. That was already voted in way back in 15, 16, 17, something like that. Yes, it, it, it was part of the it was part of the concern at the time that people were tanking. And this was going to be a measure to keep people from tanking in that the person that finished in last was going to be the commissioner. Mm. And, and, and that uh, the, the last two finishers would pay for Beer. The winter meetings, yeah, um, up to like two hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah, this has already been passed. It just hasn't been enforced. Okay, like, like pretty much everything we do. Yeah, so actually, if you make the last owner the commissioner, and then tell him he's responsible for enforcing that he gives a hundred dollars, that's very difficult. It seems like a conflict of interest there. What do you elaborate? Well, if ninth and tenth are supposed to pay for the beer up to two hundred dollars. And the tenth owner yes. is actually the one trying to enforce this. <laughs> He's not going to enforce. Oh, 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 oh. He's not going to enforce that. No, the, the, <laughs> the enforcement will be by the other eight. Yeah, yeah. on that particular one. Okay. <laughs> um, and then proposal number four. I, I I misspoke. I thought he had three. Yes, four. Let me just double check before. Yeah, four. Um, so it is. Pretty um, detailed. I, 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 I'm not sure exactly. In the end, it's a proposal. It's a eight-step proposal to reduce the length of the draft. Um, he starts off with, since a lot of managers seem to have an issue with the length of the draft, I'm not sure if this is true. I think, I think some of us complain about it, but I don't think we actually have an issue with it. Like, it's not a deal breaker. I'm going to leave the league if we don't cut this by an hour. No, and I think the last two drafts have gone on a little bit longer just because of the fact we didn't have to go anywhere. We weren't at anyone's house. And since we weren't, we kind of, you know, slowed down, had a little bit more refreshment breaks, that type of thing. Yeah, I don't care if it goes 37 hours. It doesn't matter to me. No, I agree. Yeah, whatever. In fact, I don't even know, I don't even know how long it is. Do you know? 
Like Bill might know. He's um, usually one that yeah, tracks stuff it, like that. I, I think it used to be when we were at someone's house, probably about six and a half hours. Um, but I think they've increased to like eight hours, like to uh, kind of like Red Sox, Yankees type games. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> like sun, the Sunday night games? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm telling you, I am so anxious to see baseball games move into that. Hopefully they can be two and a half hours. That would be great. I, I really hope that works. Um, all right. So th- that's all the rule proposals we've had. But, but thus far, um, I'm planning to release mine, um, certainly before the winter meetings. And that's what I would suggest. Again, for point of clarification, um, I would like to see all the um, rule changes ahead of time. And I will not be voting for any day, day of proposals. So I think that's how we get into trouble. Yeah, right? if, I, I agree. If with you, you want a rule, if you want a rule change, then it needs to be well thought out. And if it's well thought out, you can certainly put it on a piece of paper, not just spur of the moment. Hey, I got a, a great idea because I've had three beers already. Now, I thing. I will argue that sometimes we get into these rule changes like they're submitted early, and then all 10 of us are there kind of thinking through some issues and some items come up organically that need to be voted on. Um, As part of the proposal? Yeah, it's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll, and, we'll th- and that's, but... and that's, I, I look at that as a little different. All right. All right. Well, so, well done by Bob by putting it out there already. Well, he, he also has three other, rule proposal changes hidden in the fourth one as I'm reading this. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he wants like to pork. What, what's it, it called? Pork. pork barrel. Yeah. Pork barrel. He wants to reduce yeah. the number of fab players from 12 to nine, which I'm thinking it fab players is the result reserve roster. He's talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then another one is no player may be dropped from a roster or until all fab positions are filled. I'm, I'm thinking he means throughout the season, which I'm not, I'm not, unless he means no player may be dropped from a roster until all reserve positions are filled. Yeah, that might, that might need clarification. You're right. Yeah. Um, back, back to under proposal four, uh, subsection six. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think last year or two years ago, I had suggested that we reduce the number of, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fab players, and that got voted down. Uh, okay. Um, which, you, you know, it might be coming back up again. It might be its time. Yeah. Um, and then number eight is no team may exceed the roster limit, which he puts at 35, right, um, even via a trade. So it eliminate the us trying to keep track of how many reserve spots okay. someone has. That, that, yeah. Um, has some merit. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, although rule changes seem to be tied together, he would vote on each of them individually. So those last six, seven, and eight of proposal number four seem to be completely separate from length of the draft. See, but this is, this is what I'm saying. Number one, goodbye, Bob, for doing this. Number two, he's given a little bit of thought and people can think through this first, you know, knee jerk reaction. So well, well done. Yeah. Well done by the bulls. All right. Um, and that seems to be all of that. So we'd like rule changes in no later than Saturday, 18th. 
or Friday. The day before, yeah, the day before, yeah, that's fine. The day before is fine. Yeah, Friday, right? yeah, 17th, 18th, I, I'm, All right. I'm okay with that. All right. Um, I think I have a reminder in my phone to do it the week before, but yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, I don't. I don't think I'm proposing anything. I'm, I don't think I'm. I don't think I have anything in my head there. So. Uh, Wait, your head's empty. Is that what you're saying? It's completely empty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, mine's like you know uh, everybody else is running on you know 100 uh, gigabytes, and I'm still on you know 240. Uh, um, what's what's the lowest kilobytes? I guess. <laughs> You're like my tablet. Something has to come out. Yeah, yeah it's like I, your tablet. I have to delete apps because there's no more memory. Memory full. <laughs> memory overload. Um, I right, text talk. I did see the the gibbets that uh that Bill sent. Yeah, they're kind of they were fairly generic, but yeah. they had them, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, did you add one? No, how I have it. I'm sorry. How much? How much were they? Um, Bill sent that. It was five bucks? Four bucks for a gibbet? I think it was for a pair, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I have to. I have to look. I I haven't spent any time looking for gibbets yet, but um, I will. Oh no! You know what? They were. I, I think they were fifty percent off at, at ten up ten bucks. That's a lot. Were they really? I didn't. I didn't look at the price. Yeah. I was just looking at the style. Yeah, and and they look fairly. You know, the the style looks very seventies ish. Uh, yeah, I, I I picked up on that. I I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe I could get one to represent each someone in the league. So maybe I can find a Hardy's one for Bill. And <laughs> <laughs> that worry was it Hardy's or Arby's? Well, wait a second now. Now now see we're running into conflicting things here. Would you be able to wear them at a country club? Ooh. Maybe I'll, I'll come in with my loafers, and then when we get in the room, I'll change. If you if you wore Crocs, you'd have to go. You definitely would have to go back into the kitchen, right? Because most most uh, chefs wear that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then uh, McCutcheon's back in the league probably for one more year. Um, he's probably going to get some at bats here with the Pirates. Well, it shows you how pathetic that the, the Pirates are. Oh, and, my gosh. You know, in, in most cases, it's nice to see a player like that go back to um, their their um, original team. You know, he, yeah. he, he might get a lot of at-bats. If yeah. they get rid of um, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. he, he could be their starting center fielder. Yeah. It, it, I, I, when I see, like, who they're signing, I'm like, come on, man. It's 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 bad. It's, it's it's a joke franchise, isn't it? I, right I now, get so it is. Frustrated. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to go see a game there because I'm just I'm just fed up with them. Well, I will, but I'll be annoyed. Um, yeah, it, it is. It, it's it's bad. Uh, and then, uh, how do you change that though? I mean, what do you do? Well, when they got when they got good in the 2010s, was it? When they were starting yeah, making the 13, playoffs, 14, 15 ish, yeah, yeah, they drafted well. That's that's how they got good. They drafted really well. I'll, I'm ready for baseball. Um, I guess after this season, once they start getting automated umpires, I'm I'm ready for them. Let's just move Oakland to Las Vegas. Let's be done with it. Move Tampa to Nashville and get two other expansion teams and press on. Man, what? 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I, 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 what makes you think anyone's going to go to game in Las Vegas? Uh, gambling, like as you talked about. Yeah, gamblers, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know about Nashville either. I think Nashville's a cool town, and they have the AAA team there, but I don't know. I, I guess it's you try something different. It's not working in Tampa, so yeah, try something different. I don't yeah, know why they just don't go back Florida, to Montreal. Period. Yeah, it's not working in Florida. Yeah, and and the only team that's worked in Florida really is well, the Heat does pretty well, and and the Dolphins. The Dolphins worked out pretty well. And that's do it. they? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they do pretty well. Of course, football does well. It doesn't matter how bad you are, they do well. Um, and then. Josh sent out that uh, tweet of the baseball movies. I saw that uh, yesterday as well. Did you did you we, take a look at it? I I, I, I did. Didn't we, we um, somewhere in year one or year two, we actually talked about movies, didn't we? We did. Um, uh, Let me. Um, I'm looking at it now. We did talk about movies, but the one that I really and I really did like that I I don't I don't think I brought we I didn't bring it up, but I don't think anyone else did. It's that sixty one movie. Have you ever seen it? Sixty, uh, I I have. That's the one that was directed by Billy Crystal, I believe. It was. I I thought I thought it was pretty well done. It showed you a little uh, about the social side of that hitting the sixty and sixty one homers. Yeah. And I, I I thought it was well done, and and there's a lot of good characters in it in that in that show too you know well while we're talking numbers um one of the movies there was 42 um obviously about jackie robinson did you like that i did like jackie robinson um i i thought it was well done uh it was it was interesting uh some background and playing in montreal and and um you know it, it was it it was it it's kind of interesting that it happened after the war where that was some of the argument that um, Branch Rickey could make to the other owners. Um, not that he even cared, but, um, you know, at least to the commissioners. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Harrison Ford as, as Branch Rickey and the now departed Chadwick Boseman as Jackie Robinson. Yeah, and it was it was interesting, too, about the um, – uh, the guys who accepted him versus not accepted him. Um, yeah, some of some of that might be historical fiction. Some of the the, the scenes, that type of thing. But uh, I don't well, know how close it comes th- to, to being actually true. I think that scene with the Phillies manager was true, and it was true that oh yeah they didn't allow him in the Benjamin Franklin Hotel. Yeah, and but it and I think the Italian guys kind of accepted him a little bit more because they were probably. Not nearly as bad, but they were discriminated against at some point. And I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think they had a Jewish player on the team, which is which is another one that probably was like, yeah, yeah, probably took some heat off of him. Um, and and I and it it was cool how he roomed with Pee Wee Reese, and that was after that it was it made it a little easier as time went on. Um. One of the uh, movies there that I was saying in this, these these tiles here is Moneyball. Did you realize that the book Moneyball, uh, which I'm sure you read already, correct? I have, yeah, a while ago, but yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. The, do you realize the book is 20 years old? Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the book, he talks about um, Len Dykstra. He roomed with him. Billy Bean. And, he, you know, he talks in the book. He's like, that's the guy that was going to make the majors, not me. I, I didn't have and, what, what it took, you know? And, and, and the funny part about that book is, is that, well, that, that, that led the whole analytical revolution, not only within baseball, but all sports now, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, because one of the, the, the guy in the movie was portrayed uh, where he got from Cleveland, and then, but he, he actually went to the Browns and did it. Not very successfully, but yeah, the, the Cleveland Browns hired him. Are you, are you talking about? Oh, um, yeah, I can't remember the name. They didn't use it in there. It's the they didn't Jonah use Hill this, character. Yeah, Jonah right? Hill character. Yeah, it wasn't his real name, but yeah, right. the guy he, you know, that he would use, and then yeah, that guy got hired by the Browns to try to do the same thing, but yeah, obviously it didn't work out. They were pretty bad. Um, yeah. So anyway. Uh, that, that was kind of cool. And I, I forgot about 61. That, that was a great movie. There's a lot of movies on there that I can't stand. Bull Dorm, I hated. Hated that movie. Some of them get silly. Yeah. No, Bull Dorm was, was, was fine. I mean, it, that falls into the sillier end. But if you want silly, if you want a good silly movie, Sandlot. It's got a classic. Sandlot's right? a good you one. Yeah, that it's one. about kids. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a classic movie. Um, all right, uh, some Major League Baseball transactions. There, there, there's a lot going on. Um, it Nothing real big, uh, other than the Pirates signing a bunch of AAA players, and <laughs> um, uh, the Phillies signed Josh Harrison. I I can't believe he's still in the league. He signed jo- they signed Josh Harrison to a one year deal. I guess they're looking for a utility guy. Uh, and then the yeah, I, I guess. the biggest one would be uh, Carlos Correa. He got signed by the Giants, and then they nixed it. Got signed by the Mets, then they nixed it, and he went back to the Twins. So we talked about that on the last podcast and how we were just like, we thought it was good by the Giants that they passed on him. Because I, 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 while he's an excellent player, I don't think you're going to get maybe 75% of a full season from him on, on, on average. It's just, um, I don't know if I'm willing to pay top dollar for that. Yeah. Well, last year he played the whole season. Um, he, he actually had a, but I, I I think when he was asking for like 13 years, like you're not getting 13 years, dude. You, you, you have the injuries and he's not, he's not that kind of player. Um, he's had 90 RBIs twice. Um, I mean, last year he hit 291 at 22 homers, 24 doubles, uh, played in 136 games. It's pretty good for him. 598 plate appearances. He, he he's not Altuve and he's not Bregman. So so do this do this for everybody. Um, from 2016, read the number of games he's played because 2016 was his high, correct? Uh yeah. You know what? You're right. Uh, 153, 109, 110, uh, 75, 58, 148, 136. Yeah. So okay. That, that's yeah. not that's not something that's all that spectacular in terms of paying full price for. Especially when you can play DH. Yeah. 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 Good right. Point. Yeah. You like I, I got a, you know, my arms hurting. I can't throw or whatever. Yeah. Well, he, and then he got injured in 19. So, you know, 
20 he played well 20 he played the whole season he played 50 yeah, games yeah, yeah 20 was the uh, um covid season that was only 60 games he played 58 out of 60 yeah and 148 out of 162 and 136 out of 162 so um yeah i i i just think with that injury and offensively he's not he's not Altuve or Bregman so i correct yeah and he's a lower class Lindor right now. Yeah. So, um, and he's not as good as Trevor Story uh, offensively. He's not as good as Trey Turner offensively. He's probably not as good as Xander Bogarts offensively. I would have to agree with you on all those. Yeah. So, thirteen years of that kind of money, you're like, I, I'm getting a pretty, I'm getting a good, really good shortstop that's played a lot of playoff games. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm surprised. So, so where does it stand with the Twins? Has, has he officially signed? Is, is the contract yeah, done? I, or? No, I, I think he has because I, I thought I saw him at the press conference. Um, yeah, he signed in January 11th. Um, okay. So he signed a. Let me see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, six-year guaranteed, and then there's team options after that. All right. Well, six years. I mean, that sounds, and I think you had mentioned that in yeah. the last podcast. That sounds a little bit more reasonable in terms of length of contract. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a bit surprised because they, they have Royce Lewis that was slated to be there. I mean, he got hurt last year, but he was slated to be their, their shortstop of the future. So maybe they moved him to second base. He being Royce Lewis. I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe because they traded Ares. The they traded that second baseman, first baseman, the guy that led the league in hitting. Oh, Luis Arise. Arise, yeah, yeah. They traded, where did he go? They traded him for Pablo Lopez. When did this happen? Uh, a couple days ago. Son of a gun! See, I didn't even know that. I was hoping the Cardinals would be in on Pablo, Pablo Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, Damn. Yeah, maybe that's what they're gonna do. They traded him and. And uh, they'll they'll move Lewis over to second base. Now, see, I don't understand why if this is the contract he got, I don't understand why the Giants or the Mets couldn't have offered him the same thing. I that I don't get. Uh, maybe it's because of the fact that he's lost out on two. He Correa lost out on two, and now he sees that he's not going to get that long term deal because of his health situation yeah i mean he gets guaranteed if he gets 500 oh, 575 plate appearances top five and mvp vote or world series lcs mvps mm. yeah then he then that that next year kicks in and the next years are 25 20 15 and 10 though like that's easy money yeah if you get a world yeah. series i don't know i i'm, I'm a little surprised that the, the Giants, yeah, maybe I can understand if the Giants came back with that bar saying, now nah, we'll move on. But if the Mets came back with it and they declined it, uh, maybe he knew he had something in the works with the Twins if he wanted to. But, yeah, I, I just think it's tough to get out of that American League if you're the Twins. I, I don't know. I don't know where he would. I don't know. I don't see the Twins getting to the World Series in the next couple of years. 
Yeah, but that's an easy. That's an, you know, it's like the NL Central. It's an easier division. And yeah, all right, fair enough. You, you, you know, you got you got Cleveland probably in front of you. The White Sox should be better now that they got rid of the, you know the Tony uh, Larusa experiment is yeah. is over. Yeah, um, that was horrible. That I don't know why they ever did that, but that went sideways in a hurry. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it's an easier path to the playoffs. And then once you get yeah. to the playoffs, you never know. Yeah. That's what the Cardinals keep saying, right? They, I mean, they can't compete with the big five, but they're hoping to slide in and then have some devil magic in, in October. I'm not sure if that's the correct path, but It's kind of we'll what say. the Phillies did. Yeah. It's got hot yeah, at the, the right Phillies, time. You know, we, we talked about this, and, and I know you've always – you haven't been as big of an Aaron Nola fan as, as I am, but, you know, when you have Nola and Wheeler at the top two – that's not a bad place to start, you know. No. How do the Cardinals, you know, mm-hmm. how do the Cardinals counter that? Jose Quintana. Well, he pitched Jordan Montgomery. He, yeah, I he, mean, you need Jose to, Quintana you know, pitched to win the first. Good starters. <laughs> it's your bullpen that blew those games. Yeah. What's it, Jose Quintana? Oh, I know. I mean, yeah. they, they they pitch well, right? Yeah. So uh, that, that was unfortunate. Yeah. The other thing too is Dombrowski uh, kind of. For the Phillies, he he traded for Gregory Soto. Okay. Another left-handed power pitcher. So you got him and Alvarado in the back yeah. now. Yeah. Oof, man, they're so similar. Good lord. Yeah, but you can pitch them every day now. You got one of them every day. Yeah, I mean Soto strikes out a lot, but he can he he can be wild. Yeah, he he can. Um, but you know, I thought Alvarado had a pretty good year last year as far as that. He, you know, in uh, the year before it was horrible. Um you never knew what was coming out of his hand. He he was a guy like Naris where you could you could tell in the first couple pitches how how that inning's going. So the Phillies are looking at, at what? Kimbrel, Dominguez, Soto and Alvarado? Yeah. Okay. That's that's not terrible. It's not terrible. Yeah. No. I don't I don't think they have a solidified closer. But they'll work it out as they get through the season. And and they're kind of they're they're kind of all in for this year, right? I mean, in in, in terms of pitching prospects, I guess Andrew Painter. Yeah. Um. Or yeah. Yeah. Is, is probably the only one that's close to being major league ready. Yeah. Yeah, and they signed. Um, oh well, they signed Walker. Yeah. Tuan Walker. Yeah, Tuan Walker. He's yeah, a good four starter. Yeah, I think he's probably a four starter, but. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe they can keep painting around if 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 they're staying in the staying in the hunt when 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 Harper comes back and another pitcher comes available. Maybe they have some trade capital to go get another starter. Yeah, that that's what they're going to yeah. need. Yeah, they're they're going to need that. All right, uh, let's get into the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland gets elected to the Hall of Fame. And um, it's kind of I, – I just find it ironic that Scott Rowland, who the Phillies drafted, developed Rookie of the Year, really good third baseman, and I don't know if there's 10 Philly fans who actually like this guy. Like, really? <laughs> I don't let's, let's know. Take a, let's take a step backwards um, for a second because on last month's pod- podcast, um, I, I think we said – I said – that I thought he was going to tippy-toe right up to that line. It was going to be really close, but I didn't think he was going to get in. And he tippy-toed uh, right up to it and jumped over. Yep. Yeah. And he started out really low his first couple of years. 
So, so can I can I uh, t- talk about that? That's that's a surprising thing, right? In 2018, 2018, you know what percentage of the vote he got? It was probably less than 20. It was 10.2. Okay. So it it went 10.2, 17.2, and then in 20 he got 52.9. Last year he got 63.2, and then you know finally he gets 76.3 to get him in. All right, so he played seven years with the Phils, six with the Cards, four with the Reds, and two with the Blue Jays. Uh, what hat does he wear? Um, I, I guess if I'm him, he starts his career in 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 Philadelphia, um, wins the Rookie of the Year there, um, but he wins the World Series with St. Louis, right? Yeah, he and he had a lot of playoff games: two thousand two, four, six. Won the World Series in two thousand six. Made the playoffs in ten and twelve with the Reds. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I think he he in two thousand four, um, he was fourth in MVP voting. Hit three fourteen that year, thirty four homers, one hundred twenty four RBIs. That was the year the Cardinals should have easily won the World Series. I mean, that they, that was a great team. 104 wins that year. That was Just the blown Red Sox. Yeah, blown right? away by the Red Sox. Yeah. Stupid Red Sox. So the Phillies end up getting uh, Placido Polanco, who's a really good player. I, re- I really liked him. Bud Smith and Mike Timlin. That's who we got <laughs> for a Hall of Fame third baseman. Yeah, All right. so, I'm, so I'm kind of indifferent to this guy. So if he gets in, if he gets in, right, and, you know, he kind of got that magic number in my mind, that 70 war, which gets you into mm-hmm. serious um, Hall of Fame discussion. It does. I'm, th- I'm thinking a couple more years, and uh, the player that's probably better than him in all those categories, Nolan Arenado, um, has got to be close, thing, you think? I think it's a slam dunk if, 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 uh, if Roland gets in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I, I think it's a slam, slam dunk. Uh, yeah. So he's got the same war as uh, Carlos Beltran. Okay. Yeah. So so um so Roland's the only one to get in. How how do the rest of the voting go? Do you know? Do you have that? I do. Uh, not, I have it. Helton came right to the line at seventy two point two, and we talked okay. about him last. He had five good yep. years and whatever. Uh, Billy Wagner's at sixty eight. I think he might actually drop. I, I I don't know. I, I shouldn't say anything. Um, I'm kind of indifferent on him. Andrew Jones is at 58. Uh, I think his war may be pretty high as well. Um, Sheffield, 55. I think he might have went down. Beltran at 46. Jeff Kent. That was his first year, right, Beltran? It was. And that was interesting yep. because of the whole cheating scandal. Yeah. But you and I talked, even outside of that cheating scandal, his numbers were, as you had pointed out, he never led the league in anything, right? No, either did Roland. Roland never led the league in anything. Offensively. I should, yeah. uh, offensively. Um, Jeff Kent in his final year, uh, 46 and a half. So that's, that's the end of that. Uh, and then the two Rod, uh, a Rod at thirty five and a half or thirty five point seven. He's probably done. I think he actually went down. Uh, Manny Ramirez went down. I, I I I get the whole steroid thing, but come on, man. At least this guy said, "Yeah, I did it." All those other guys lied about it. <laughs> he just constantly said, "Yeah, I did it." <laughs> 
So I think that's a couple points you would give him. Like, yeah, Ramirez did. Yeah, he came out and said, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I'll sit. I'll sit down. <laughs> Fifty games. That's no big deal. Uh, Biscal, and that's that domestic thing. He's got um, Abreu, fifteen percent now. He's done. And and the only other guy that really kind of twerks me a little bit is this Jimmy Rollins thing at twelve percent. But I don't think he's. Well, you, I, I mean, you maybe the he'll. Last year, right? Yeah. The case for Jimmy Rollins. I I think I have a good case for the guy. I, I don't think you could treat him as 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 any other you gotta treat him as a shortstop. And I, I, I think he I think his numbers compared to uh well he has better numbers in some areas than uh, Barry Larkin does. And he has well, worse he, more, he has worse he numbers. He got more votes than JJ Hardy this year. Well that's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um and and here's some things that annoy me. Uh Bronson Royal got a vote. Come on. Like, whoever voted for him should be kicked out of this. John Lackey. Um, I, I think that was for his singing, so it's probably, uh, what's the guy's name on uh, American Idol? Was it Randy Jackson? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and then Houston Street, get Mike Napoli and John Lackey and Ari Dickey get a vote. No. Why Why are we voting on them? Uh, <laughs> why? So, anyway. Um, well, let me ask you something. How do you feel about that? Because you, they can, I think, Hall of Fame um, writers can vote. Up, was it ten on the ballot or something like that? Or, do you have a problem with people trying to keep somebody on the ballot? I don't have a problem keeping guys like uh, Pettit, right? Okay. You can, you know, Pettit's got some good numbers. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. He's got really good numbers. He, he was involved in a steroid thing, but he also said I did it. Um, I got a little problem with Mike Napoli. <laughs> why, okay. Why are we voting for Matt, Mike Napoli? Yeah. Who? Who? I hear you. Who in the right mind thinks Mike Napoli is a Hall of Fame? All right. So maybe what we can do is find out who that was, and then we can see if they can justify their case. Maybe we can. Maybe you can tweet at them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's probably one of the guys that probably didn't. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I, I'm going to tell you why they voted for a guy. Because uh, he played in Boston. And uh, that's probably a Boston writer. And did he win a World Series with Boston? Yep. I think so, yeah. Yeah, 2013, they beat St. Louis. All right. Uh, so, that's listeners why. out there, find out who voted for Mike Napoli. Let us know. Yeah. Which, by the way, he hit 154 that series. So, I don't even know. Like, he didn't even play a role in it. Um, whatever. All right. Um, triple A to use the robot umps this year. I'm excited about that. Are you? Yeah, probably. You're probably second most excited next to Bob Kirk with the, uh, robot umps, right? Well, I'm excited to see how that goes. The, 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 um, independent league and either the one that Lancaster plays in used it two years ago. And, um, so did they call every pitch? Because, what I had seen last year when they had tested it was that they could – I think each team got two challenges on the calls. So the umpire on the field, home plate umpire on the field, was making the call, and they could challenge. And I guess they could challenge within seconds of, of the next pitch. Um, I think that's how it's going to work, right? Is that how you would prefer to see it work? No. Uh, if we're going to do this, then – just use 
the the okay the robot yeah. because I mean, how many pitches are there in a game? I mean, you know, one hundred twenty. Yeah, three hundred, right? And you yeah. only get two challenges. Yeah, like I don't know. So the independent league, the 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 ump had a earpiece. Gotcha. And they just told him ball strike. Well, here's where it's going to hurt, right? Is the whole gambling thing? Can't you gamble on balls and strikes the next pitch and you can? all that kind of stuff? Oh I, 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 I'm pretty sure that you can. Oh my gosh. Oh, you come on! You know that. Kind of I stuff, didn't right? know that. No. You you, you brought this up. Because um, when I asked you why is football so popular, you said gambling. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. I didn't realize with all the gambling apps, because I don't use those other than a couple um, of uh, Triple Crown horse races. Yeah, that's what I I don't use mine. sports gambling apps. Do, have you? So uh, I did this year. Um, the, the Bengals were a really long shot to win the Super Bowl, and I put 100 bucks on them. And they they lost last night on a field goal. Damn. Yeah, I would have won a couple thousand dollars on it. So that was the sound that I heard was the the hundred dollars going down the toilet for you. No, I, I was okay. I like the Chiefs, so I'm good. But I thought, you like, any, you know, do you make any other kind of bets now? Like, like no. you know, is nope. over four hundred yards or. Yeah, 200 no. passing yards, God, 100 no. rushing yards. Do you do any of those bets? No. I have to go with the side bets or something? Prop bets. No. Yeah. No, I do not do any of that. Yeah. I, I would be interested to hear some from, from people in the Bush League if they do those kind of it's, – it's kind of interesting to me because it, it certainly – while on the surface it seems kind of strange, it, 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 it does – it does increase fan engagement throughout an entire game, doesn't it? Oh, Maybe absolutely. Maybe not for the right reasons, but yeah. it does. Yeah, oh, yeah, it does. Um, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna put this in here now. So here's DraftKings. Um, okay. Is that who you used, DraftKings? That's who I went through, yeah. Okay. Okay, so here we go. All right, so this is this is the stuff I'm talking about. So, the Braves and the Padres are plus one thousand to win the World Series right now. So I feel like right. okay, well that's that's interesting because both teams could win the World Series, right? It's not out of the question. Correct. And for a hundred bucks, you win a thousand. I don't. I don't think that's the Phillies are plus fourteen hundred. I don't. Um. And, and then if you look at some dark horses, because sometimes there are, uh, the Cardinals are plus twenty five hundred. Okay, so twenty five to one. Yeah. So bet a hundred to win twenty five hundred dollars. Would you do that on the Cardinals? I would never bet a hundred dollars. You know me. I'm Mister Tightwad. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks to win twelve fifty. Ten bucks. <laughs> Ten bucks to win two hundred fifty dollars. It's not yeah. the gain's not. But do you understand what I mean? Like th- yeah. this is, yeah. There, there's some that you would never bet on, um, but there but, are but some the, interesting ones that you think, all right, I might put a hundred bucks on the Braves and maybe the Phillies 
And but, but isn't that isn't that betting of yesteryear, um, all season long bets? Now it's you, you know with with the advent of the internet and being, people only being able to watch games, it, it that's almost like playing fantasy baseball where you have to wait for the entire year. First, you know, the daily fantasy now is, is, is a big thing, right? Where you can have yeah, I, and I, instant gratification. Right. And I, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't, you, you need to track it. That's like day trading, you know? Yeah. Here it's more like, you know, it is, is the lure of winning 2,500 hours worth a hundred hour loss. And I don't think it's that crazy that, I mean, especially with a playoff system now. You know that all these teams in the playoffs, you you could easily get to the world's not easily, but you know what I mean. Like it's not a guarantee anymore when you just got to go through one layer of league championship series. Yeah. And I, I there's one like the Dodgers at plus seven fifty. I, I man, the Dodgers aren't going to be very good this year. You don't think so, huh? I don't. They're not going to win 111 games. No, well, I, I wouldn't think. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they win a hundred. Now, see if I if I get the Dodgers, uh, I wonder what that total wins is. So I'm sure there's bets on that, right? Yeah, I'm so sure you there are. Let us know next time. What, what what what's the over and under on their win? Well, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> that seems like a lot of work. I don't know. <laughs> I just like talking about it. I yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, me, me too. All right. Well, we got. Yeah. All right. Uh. Over under wins, over under wins. Twenty twenty three MLB, right? Yeah. All right. Over under wins. Ooh. Dodgers at one hundred three point five. Wow. So you're going way under, huh? I I think I would take the under on that. What What are the odds? Okay. So so what are the odds on that? There's where you should put your money. Yeah. I don't know what the odds are on that. All right. All right. Maybe we need to have somebody, maybe more at the country club so they can give us a gambling lesson. Online gambling. Yeah. Tutorial. The Cardinals are at 86 and a half. Oh, I take the, that's way over. They should be way over that because of that weak division. I, I know it's a little bit more okay. um, evenly distributed the games, but still. Uh, the Phillies are at 86 and a half. They have the Brewers at eighty eight and a half. What? I, you know what? Maybe I maybe You may be you interested may have in this. To make my first bet. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um I'm trying I'm I'm looking to see anything else that kind of sticks out a little bit. Uh, uh Nationals at fifty eight and a half. <laughs> That's pathetic. Where are the pirates at? Sixty-seven and a half. Oof. The Mets are at ninety-seven and a half. I, 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 hey, I don't know. Uh, I like the Dodger thing, and you're saying the Cardinals should be way over that. Oh yeah, a couple games. You think they'll win ninety? Four. Okay. Yeah, yeah ninety. They won ninety last. They won ninety last year. I, I would think, even though it's a little bit more balanced schedule, that yeah, they they should get they should get to ninety. Okay. And, and that Brewers one, I'm, I'm going under on that. I'm... 88 and a half? Yeah. All right, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to save this page, and I'm going to go back in, too. Because, actually, I, I like the Dodger one. I just, yeah. All right. But we'll see. 
All right, uh, we do have a Twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one, and you have you have this week's. I do, I do. And, and first of all, I wanted to let everybody know that I was doing dry January, right? Yeah, um, right. This, this month. But when I read the dry January rules, it said only applicable in the continental U.S. So I was safe oh, drinking in Hawaii. Oh, you're fine there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you, I bet you didn't know that. Um, I had a smoothie-style sour ale with pineapple, coconut, and cara-cara orange from Hanakoa Brewing in, in Honolulu. It was absolutely, it, it was a green color, and it wasn't artificially colored, but the fact that it said a smoothie-style sour ale, I'm like, what the heck is this? It, it, it almost tasted as if it was on nitro, and, and, and I guess to make it a smoothie-style, they must have... Um, added, uh, um, I guess, is it, is it fructose um, to give yep. it a little sweet yeah. taste? Or maybe it was just the pineapple, uh, coconut, and orange in there. But it was a beautiful green color. I sent you a picture of it. Yeah. It, was... it, it, it tasted, it was delicious. And it was probably, I think it was 9.7 ABV. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. All right. So I, 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 I really enjoyed that um, small brewery and... Honolulu, my my favorite in in Honolulu, but right. it, it was delicious. I wish I wish I could bring some back for everybody just to try that. All right, yeah, I thought it was cool looking. At first, I said it was a little scary looking, but um, I, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm I'm thinking it would be in one of my grandson's juice boxes. That's what it that's what the color looked like. Yeah, um, it, it did. Yeah, but it looked like a sour apple. I, I thought it was gonna taste like sour apple. That's what it looked ooh, like. Ooh, which I love. I love sour apples. Okay. okay. Uh, what are you walking off with? Uh, let's see. Well, we have just one, one, one quick correction. Uh, I, we, we said Taiwan Walker was with the Sewer Hawks, and he was actually with the Statman last oh, year. Oh, yeah, thanks. And I, made a, I made an error when I listened to the podcast. I said the average AAV. It should have just been AAV because right, AAV averages, stands right. for annu- yeah. average annual value. So um, I, I doubled up on the, uh, the average. Um, I'm walking off with, first of all, a quick thanks to to these BL, the Bush League um, members, Bill, Bob, uh, Freeze, and Bob um, Kirk, for stepping up, being the treasurer, um, winter meeting set up, and draft um, in that respective order so that we avoided, um, in, in terms of the office, called threat level midnight. We've avoided that, and we think that we're going to be fine there. Um, just keep checking your text as, as we move on. Maybe it'll be discussed by the winter meetings, which are February 19th, the date for the draft and location, um, which I believe is March 25th. It, it's not believe. Um, it is March want, 25th. Sorry? It is March 25th. March yeah, 25th, it is, yes. It is in pen, indelible ink. Yes. Um, and I wanted to ask you, based upon the Eagles win yesterday, what are your predictions the Chiefs is the Chiefs going with the Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, okay. Here, if we if the Eagles played the Bengals, I thought the Bengals could beat the Eagles because they have a lot of weapons. Um, their quarterback's really good. Their defense is good enough. Uh, but the fact that the Chiefs stuck that out last night, I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. I I I think uh, their defensive line is way too tough for Mahomes. Because Mahomes is injured, um, 
that he has one of those high ankle sprains. So I, I think they're going to cause him a lot of problems. Um, I, I think the Eagles are going to actually win the Super Bowl again. Amazing. What's the line right now? I do not know. I do not know. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'd be surprised if the Eagles aren't favored. Odds to win Super Bowl. Is it going to be an? Is it going to be an entertaining game? What? Well, I guess if you're an Eagles fan, it doesn't really matter if it's entertaining. You really don't want it to be entertaining. You want it to be, you know, Eagles to win 31-7 like they beat the uh, 49ers, right? The Eagles are favored by one. One? Wait a minute. Beat the uh, since uh, the odds opened at Eagles favored by one point shortly after the Chiefs beat the Bengals in the AFC Championship has oh since oh. moved has since moved to two and a half. Okay. All right. Um, I wouldn't bet the game uh, because the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They're they're kind of a wild card. They they win games somehow. Even when so they're these injured. are two these are two teams that have won what in. 18 and 19? Am I right on my, my Super Bowl history? Yeah, the Eagles won in 18. Are they, no, could, no, the the Patriots won in 19. Chiefs won in 20? believe so. And they lost in 21 and didn't make it in 22. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think the Eagles are going to beat them. I, I, I don't think the Eagles could have beat the Bengals, but I, 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 think, I think they're going to beat – I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. All right, everybody, we heard it here. What are you going to walk off with? Uh, so Bob Kirk is is starting to push that up. Uh, you know, he's starting to preliminary set up the uh, Bush League draft at around his place in South Jersey at that club. And I, I don't know if we talked off air or on air about it's got the uh, kind of a pseudo um, dress code, so to speak. Uh, you can't yeah. wear shorts or sweats or anything or Crocs. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he had talked about, hey, maybe next year, because they're, they're redoing that house in Seattle City, that we would have it at, at a shore house, which is uh, awesome. Um, so here we are. We are going to um, we're going to walk off with the Seattle City song. Nice. All right. All right. Um, we'll we'll be back on uh, February twentieth, the day it. after the Bush League winter meeting. So um, everybody, text us if you have any questions, um, concerns, that type of thing, and we'll see you in in a month. Mahalo. Mahalo.